Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a good friend and client of mine, Lenny Redrose. Lenny is a T4 paraplegic. He is qualified for the Invictus Games, which was meant to be this year, 2020, but has been pushed back to 2021. He has a very inspiring story. He's a very positive guy. He's been through a lot of lows and through a lot of highs himself. And I think his story is something that everybody needs to hear and will benefit from. And I know you guys will take a lot of value from today's chat. I really enjoyed the the chat with Lenny, so um, I know you will as well. So if you do, please do take a screenshot of today's show and post it up on your Instagram story for me. And uh, let's get stuck into this chat with Lenny. Should I put a t-shirt on? Do I look too hectic? I'm going to leave that in there too. Lenny, welcome to the <laughs> Lenny Red Rose. Standard. He's always interrupting me. Lenny, welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast, mate. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you on, bro. We've been talking about it for a while, so it's good to, to get you on. And I, I reckon the, um, the audience will get a heap of value out of our chat today, man. And um, as you just t- touched on the scene, you asked me what we're going to talk about. And I have no idea yet, but uh, I'm sure we're going to get into some good stuff. So firstly, how are you? I'm doing really well, man. Doing really well. This ISO has um, is allowed me to get in touch with myself a bit more and and train with myself a bit more. I spend a lot more time on my own, uh, which has been which has been a good thing. As I'm always, like I'm still busy as hell, but you know, I mean, it's just I'm just I'm doing more about me now, which is good. That's good, bro. Um, so obviously. I know a lot about your story and um, those that follow me on social media probably know um, a bit about you as well, just seeing the stuff that, that I post of us training and everything. But for, for the listener that has no idea who you are right now, I'd love for you to kind of give us a, a rundown on a bit about yourself, um, how you have got to where you are today and um, yeah, a bit about your story so far. Um, gee, so I refer to myself as Lenny Redbrush. <laughs> And everybody, you can turn your you can turn your speakers down now if you want, or you can take your headphones out if they're still working. Well, this sign language. Um, so I'm 35. I'm a T4 paraplegic. I I don't talk about um, how it happened as it's as it's in court at the moment. But um, I walked into surgery and I come out in a chair like five months later. Um, prior to that, I was um, I made the Victorian Shoes Sport for soccer. I had a full scholarship at the age of 15 which kicked off really well um, and then went and played the Premier League, um, did the National Youth. Um, when I turned about 18, 19, I started hitting the drugs and I fucked up um, my career in that regard uh, where I was just partying and I wasn't, I wasn't dedicating myself to, um, to the actual sport and you know, being fit and healthy and doing, doing the right thing. Uh, from there, I become a full-blown ice addict um, and I struggled with ice for about 10 years. I joined the Australian Army full-time when I was 26. I served for four years. Um, I was on two operations, one being the Queensland flood assist, and the other was the natural disaster that happened out in the Philippines in high end when they had the cyclone. I was out there for, uh, for a little while, you know, no, no hot water, no hot showers, no hot food, no toilets. So it's, you know, you're living on a stretcher, mozzinets, it's, you know, I mean, it's hard yakka, which was actually really good. Like I was, I mean, there's no laundry, so you're actually washing your clothes in a bucket, you know what I mean, with some soap, old school, like my mum back in the dish. Um, so yeah, it, it, no, there, a lot of, a lot of building, the character building um, in those type of um, events. I discharged from the army, I was 
clean. And then I discharged from the army, and um, and once again I just became a full blown ice addict. I was living in Brisbane at the time, and then I moved, I moved to Melbourne, and just continued on my merry ways of just being an addict. I was a functioning addict where I, you know, I could use uh, and work, which is probably the worst type of addict because you can kind of get away with a lot. So you said um, I, just, just just to just to slow it down for a second there. So so about ten years you reckon you were using? Yeah, ten years, man. It's been um, that- this September will be. Sorry, and that, and for that time, and for that time that you were using that year, stop soccer altogether, and and man, at the age of probably twenty two, twenty three, I reckon I played um like my last games. Like oh, I went, and I didn't do a preseason. I went to try and play a game, and I fell over my own feet, and I just walked off the pitch. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm making myself. I've gone from being, you know, I mean, a, a really, really, really good player like within the Australian community, and then um it just. Yeah, it delved away with it. Just I looked like I was making a mockery of myself. Yeah, yeah. So you, so then, you finished up, finished serving, and then came back, and then got back on the on the on it again, and and came back, back into same it. habits. Same habits, man. I was just uh, like I said, I was, I was a function addict, so I was able to work with it. Um, from there, I I started getting back pains in about October, when was it? Um, 2016 January February, I started getting back pains, um, and me being stubborn, I didn't go to the doctor. I just would go to naturopath and all those sort of little things and just, you know I mean, just try yep. to override the, and just put a bandaid on the situation. And, and then I'm finding a tumor in my spine. And from the tumor, went into surgery, didn't go according to plan. Like I said, I don't really talk about that part because I'm in court at the moment. I don't want to jeopardize anything I say um, in regards to that, if that matter. Um, and then, yeah, so I was in ICU, still using drugs. I was in rehab, still using post, drugs. So, so post, so just just to clear it up for those that are listening. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so post surgery, you were paraplegic. Yeah, post surgery, I woke up um, and three quarters of my body wasn't functioning how it was eleven hours before that. Um, and yeah, from that, I I lost bowel, bladder, sexual function, chronic neuropathic pain, no function through my legs. I have um, spasms to the point of like I can't even talk when it happens. Um, yeah, like I wear a nappy, I pee and bow accidents. It's you know, my life my life went from wasn't so merry, but you know, I mean having having those that easy, fully functional, easy yeah. just the fully functional things that yeah. I'd never thought about things like you know, that we take for granted, which is fair enough, you know. I mean you never you never realise what's gonna happen, you know, at the moment later or the day after. So but yeah, for me it's it's been a bit of a um how can I say it's uh I'm kind of yeah, I've I've taken a positive out of it, which is you know I mean I'm not I haven't I've just yeah I just see a positive in what's happened to me, what's happened in my situation, and I'm gonna take it that way all the way. I'm not gonna allow it to beat me, and I don't think I have. Of you know you know me, Danny. I've um, I've really I've really really come out positive in um, in how I've taken things. That's awesome, mate. So yeah, I mean like one of the one of the main things and this you know I'll say I've said this to you before and um I say this to anyone that I talk to in regards to you know you and, and our training and everything. I mean one of the like the most inspiring things I've found like working with you is just your attitude. I mean you know and, and I'm guilty of this too. Like you talk to anybody on the street or anyone that you know and everybody listening right now if you you know you know yourself you wake up someday and something doesn't go your way and you crack a shit and you worry about you know you think poor me and and just yeah your attitude shocking for the whole day and then you know you you see or hear something that kind of puts things into perspective and then you and then you realize that you are probably just 
you know, feeling sorry for yourself, absolutely no reason. So one thing that I absolutely love about you, Lenny, is how, is how um, positive you are, man. And, and it's really inspiring yeah. and, and your approach to life and training and everything, which is awesome. And what you've managed to do since, since the operation, which we'll, we'll touch on um, soon in the episode, but just to go back again. So you finished up in surgery in ICU for, for how long, how long were you there for? I was in ICU for about four weeks. Okay. Um, four weeks of, yeah, of just the unknown of where, where am I going to go? What rehab am I doing? It was just the, you know, what, what's actually happened to me it was all a big, um, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go into that too much. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so from there, like, it's like, I still haven't, you know, I still haven't respected what's actually happened to me. Like I said, I'm, I'm still using drugs in ICU. Like the, my mind, I went in as an addict and obviously I came out as an addict. Um, but I just, I, I wasn't allowing up here to actually process what's happening. Yeah. Um, masking so it. That was, masking it. Yeah, masking it. I mean, just running away from the running away from the situation. So from there, I went into, went into rehab at Caulfield and just learnt the most basic attributes of being a, you know, a person with spinal cord injury, just learning how to transfer, um, learning how to balance, how to sit upright, how to push a wheelchair, how to navigate if there's a crack or, you know, doing a little bunny hop to get down a step, just all the little early, early onset um, tasks that, you know, you need in the community once mm. you're, once you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. And so, so you're, you're out of ICU, you're into rehab and then, uh, when did you leave? How long after surgery did you leave like rehab and just kind of go back home, like go back to normal? Yeah, four months. I was in rehab for about four months. The place yeah. I was living in um, actually had a step, so I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to move out of there. Okay. And mum and dad live in, um, live in a com- commission flat that's like tiny. So it was, there, and there was no area for me to have a shower. So we literally got tarp on the, on the, uh, <laughs> we actually got tarp in the bathroom and I was just like doing bird baths naked with my mum. Um, to, to try and get literally <laughs> with buckets, yeah, literally village village specs. It was it was pretty it was pretty funny actually. Um, and so yeah. you so you eventually went back home, moved into moved into your own place, and finished up those bird baths, yeah. and and started to get your back back, work your way back into, you know, the new normal, and um and try and and try mm. and navigate your way back to, back to what's next. So, what's um so how soon you know you and I started working together? I think it was. About a year ago. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was at this very start. No, it was about, a, about it was midway. Yeah, midway, midway yeah, through yeah. 2000 and, 2019. and you'd been doing yeah, a bit right. of training up and up until that point. Um, but I guess, what did you find that was the hardest? Like, what was the hardest aspect of, I guess, being in a chair, um, physically and mentally? Like, once you were back yep. into trying to trying to live normal life again. Um, so, I, like I was saying earlier, I deal with a lot of chronic neuropathic pain. So that, for people who don't know, it's uh, an itchy feeling that's constantly—it's not burning as in temperature burning, but it feels like it's burning me. So, like, like just a little bit of like the air conditioner in the car I can't have it on because it feels like like having certain types of clothing it hurts. So sitting down for me is the most painful thing. That's what I got to do every single day. So wherever my body has got contact below my injury, it feels like it's on fire. Right. Um, so, you know, then bowel bladder, you know, not knowing, like I'll have a coffee and then, you know, because as it's a diuretic, you know, I automatically I, I wee myself because my bladder was, I had a really small bladder, it was really hyperactive. And then, you know, you eat something that's a little bit too oily and then I end up having a bowel accident. Um, so for the first 
probably two years, year, at least a year and a bit and more. I was just, you know, constantly having accidents, always weighing myself, dealing with the chronic neuropathic pain. From that sexual function as well, like, you know, it, I've lost all function um, of sensation there, mm-hmm. which is a massive thing as well, you know, yeah. like, um, you know, so that hindered obviously my own personal confidence as well of how, how am I going to do that in the future? You know what I mean? How, how do you explain that to someone? Yeah. Yeah, so basically, I remember you know, even when you came when we started training together, um, yeah. like in terms of strength, like when we we're doing certain exercises, your strength was there, but in terms of you know, even like transitioning from you know, I remember the first mm. time we did a bench press, we yeah. got out of the chair onto the bench or onto the floor, and getting yeah. back in the chair was like a huge issue. Whereas now, like the the ease of like you getting in and out of the chair, like even in yeah. 12 months, or even before that, like less than 12 months, yeah, it's just improved definitely. significantly. So in terms of health and fitness, and I want to touch on like the sporting side of things soon, but yep. just in general, like strength, like with the work that we do together and the work that you do on your own in terms to build your own strength and endurance and everything, yep. what impact does that have on your day-to-day life and how much easier does that kind of make things for you? Yeah, so let's just, uh, the way I put it was like before before I was, um, let's just, so when I when, when, before the training aspect, I would do things messy. It wasn't, things weren't, um, I had no finesse. We're now with my training component, especially with you, like my, my, my physique has improved my strength. I do things with ease, with finesse. Like, you know, like I can do things like really sexy now when I transfer from the floor or when I, you know what I mean? I make it look really good. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, definitely that 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 side of things. You know, my endurance pushing a wheelchair now. Um, you know, I do. Um, I play a few sports, and in those sports, I'm able to contest with people who have got full function. Like I, you know, I mean, I'm not as you know, not having core and you know, most of my back working. There's a lot there that is missing muscle-wise, strength-wise. Mm. But being able to have in you know, my upper body what I do have working, you know, at a level where I'm competing with people who have a lot of function. Um, has definitely improved everything in, in my life, 100%. Because up here in my brain, it's, um, you know I mean, I, I know I'm competitive now. I know I'm strong and I'm healthy. Yeah. And that's another thing that's kept me, kept me away from, you know I mean? Like, it, like I was saying earlier, it's been nearly two years that I, won't, and I haven't had any ice. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, that, and that, that's purely based with health and fitness. Like it's been sport. It's what it's done for me. It's unbelievable. It's incredible, man. And something that I, you know, you just touched on, um, you know, competing against others that probably have full ability or even those that uh, have are mm. paraplegic that have different levels of, of the, um, of the injury. Yep. like yep. that's something that I've, I've, you know, um, been lucky enough to work with, um, with a few people or a handful of people now that have, um, that, have yep. that are paraplegics and it, and it just varies like even from person to person, like the level yep. of the injury, like in terms of stability, 100%. in terms of how easy it is to get from the chair to the bench or how easy it is to do yep. an exercise where there is balance involved and stuff like that. And I mean, yep. um, that's probably something that I didn't really consider much until like even working with you, like when we set up to do yep. a single arm, um, there'd be times where I'd be yeah. like, fucking, I'd forget to pass, give the thing and or, yeah, like, yeah. or like you'd still be holding it, you'd be waiting for me to, to take it off you. Yeah, where you just don't yeah. think about stuff like that. But 
you mentioned um, you mentioned your sporting um, achievements earlier with soccer, and obviously you're very a competitive, very competitive guy, and that's yep. something that doesn't change. So, do you want to tell the the listeners a bit about what you're doing now, and and I guess some of the achievements that you've had over the past couple of years, yep. and and I guess what's to come as well? Because I mean, like the best is yet to come, and obviously that's what we're working yeah, towards, and and a yep. few big achievements recently. So yeah, do you want to fill us in with that? Yeah, so um, my mentor, my mentor Marcus, um, he so he's, a, he's in a wheelchair himself. So he was the um, so wheelchair AFL started up a couple of years back. Yeah. Um, and he said to me, he said to me, hey mate, do you want to um, do you want to come and try out try out for the sport? And I said that yeah, I'd love to. Um, and I was pretty shit to be honest. Um, you know, and fast forward, you know, for the next trials of the year after, I think I finished in the in a like in a beat like a wheelchair beat testing. I think I was in the top ten out of people that are walking out of everybody, I think there was like maybe 60, 70 people there. And I was yeah. in the top 10 as, as a paraplegic yeah. competing against like full able-bodied people. Um, so from that, you know, that really started kicking things off. Mm. I've completed four Spartan races um, since, since the chair has happened. I've made the Invictus Games for the Australian team. Just quickly, Playing, with the Spartan races, that's, that's um, for those that are listening, that's like the full Spartan race. That's not like a, a wheelchair Spartan not adaptive, race. That's, yeah, that, no, that that's, is the, uh, that's the Spartan yeah. race. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's a it's a two and a half, two hour, forty five minute going through creeks, climbing walls, going on single trails, mm. monitoring through areas. Like I've got a full team with me as well. They help me, um, they help me get over walls and what, all the obstacles really. So it's the it's brutal. Like yeah. we've we've broken we've broken wheelchairs because that's how tough the terrain is. Like there's, there's not a muck around. It's um it's probably one of the best things I've actually ever been able to do. Like it's in the camaraderie that you see with other. Yeah, what you know, people giving us the clap, it gives us, inspires me. Yeah. From you know, from what it's, it's just, it really goes both ways. It's, it's sick. That's um, Yeah. So from there, we've made. Uh, so the Invictus Games is uh, the as a, being a veteran. Um, so it's for soldiers, um, past and present, uh, that are injured. So the wounded warriors, I call them. Uh, yeah. So I made the Australian side for that. For rugby, basketball, hand soccer, and indoor rowing, it's unreal. Which is, um, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Like, it's pretty cool. I, um, I was like, like I said, I was, I was pretty iffy when I first tried tried out uh, last year. Yeah, um, and what's the and fair? As, and do you want to just fill everyone in with what the process for that is? I mean, like, it's not just they don't just handpick people just randomly. Like, there's a full. It's a very lengthy process yeah. and and pretty brutal. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was about 180, 180 um, athletes that tried out for it. And there's only 32 that get chosen. Yeah. And it's 12 serving, 12, no, not 12, 16, 16, or whatever it is. I can't remember. So it's half and half. So half serving and half not serving. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, not a lot of, uh, not a lot of spots to, um, and you, you need to be, not you need to, but multiple sports is something. So they're not going to bring, you know, bring someone that's really good at something and then no good at anything else. So, and it's, even like being there, being around other people with, you know, like I'm in a wheelchair, so you see my disability, but there are people there with post-traumatic stress, you know, yeah. people that okay. are amputees, like things that you, like, you know, obviously someone that's got uh, amputees, you can see that, but there's a lot of other um, disabilities that you don't see, which don't really see, opened yeah. my eyes. It yeah. really opened like my scope of things. But like I said, you see me, not a problem, yeah, you see I'm in a wheelchair, cool. Um, but someone that's walking, they might have something else wrong with them, you don't know. Mm. And you know, what I mean, so then you, you, like, I learned there, then and there, purely then and there is, you know, I mean, like, you need to be a little bit more mindful that, you know, that the disability isn't just what you can see. Now, mental health is a big one too. Hundred percent. And 
So with the with the, uh, I want to come back to the the mental health side of things in a minute, but with the Invictus yep. game. So when so obviously that was meant to be this year. That was meant to be this year. So it's been yeah. postponed until next year, thanks to my Sharona. But the um yeah, so the the trial phase for that was uh, <laughs> the trial phase for that was was pretty cool. Like it's all inter inter uh, interstate camps, and you get yep. looked after as as a professional. Um, which is, you know, I mean, it really, it really peps you up and you're like, you know what, well, I actually want to do better. And that's what happened to me. Like it, I went there a little bit scared, you know, facing my fears and I was just like, Ooh, you know I mean? I'm going to like, like going to be shit. Like, am I going to be good? What, 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 what's yeah. the, what's going to happen? And literally that's how, that's how I felt. Like I wasn't, you know I mean, I was, I was struggling. Um, and then once I got back from the first camp, when we hooked up, I was like, you know what, this is on. Like, and I'd train my absolute butt off, you know, five, six days a week. Yeah, um, and it's it, you know, I mean, and then when I went back for the other camps, it actually it showed that I, I that I put the hard yards in, and you know, I mean, and that there makes me a lot proud of what I'm achieving. That I'm not just hoping for things to happen; I'm taking things in my stride, making it happen, making it happen. Yeah, opening yeah. those doors. Yeah, that's really awesome. Those toes. <laughs> that's awesome, bro. So, touching on the the mental health side of things, um, yeah, obviously huge changes in your life. There's got to be there's you know, I mean, I feel as though Obviously, I, I don't know firsthand, but I feel as though it'd just be like an emo emotional roller coaster. There'd be days where you feel like you're on top of the world, things are going really well, and yeah, you're kicking goals and, and all that type of stuff. And then there's other days where it just doesn't feel as good. So, what are your? Yeah. Do you have any like? What's the tools in your toolkit that you kind of use to to keep yourself kind of present and keep you bring yourself back when there yeah. are those days that we feel like things are just fucking not going how you'd like them to go? Um. So, I've uh, once I've so this whole fact that I've become, you know I mean, like more clear in my mind because I'm not using drugs. Yep. Um, is has has given me perspective where I never kinda of had perspective. And at the time of um at the time of my surgery, I was dating um a girl, we you know we were together for four years by the end of it. And she suffered with anxiety and depression like pretty bad, like really, really bad. Yep. And that taught me to really understand and accept um, anxiety and depression because I I've never really faced it and then you know we we're living together and you know th things got pretty tough for her pretty tough for us so I, I from there like I, I was like I would and I don't, I don't like saying this but I'm just going to say because it's it just how I saw things like I, I would actually rather be in my position than her position like okay. I was able to get up and you know and do my daily routine where you know she would struggle so that yeah. really gave gave me um empathy mm. and understood um that you know that life is how good. debilitating it can be with a mental yeah life is good problem, you know yeah. i mean like I, i've got my hands i've got my i've got my sight i've got my brain like everything's like for me i'm, I'm on fire you're not stopping me yeah you know i mean I'm, and i'm lucky i'm very stubborn i grew up very stubborn um no was never kind of you know i got in trouble a lot but no was never like in my vocab i wouldn't i wouldn't you know I mean if you said no to me i'm gonna still do it i'm gonna i'm gonna achieve um so that there really uh, gave me the tools to the only time, not the only time, but the most. Um, so when, when I have a bowel accident, I'm completely, I'm out of my depth. I can't, I mean, I, I need someone to help me. And that's yep. what I, I really, it really does my head in. Um, and, and there's been many times where I've, where I've shat myself and I started crying. It was like, fuck, I don't want to rely on anyone, Danny. You know what I mean? I, 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 that's, not how I, that's not how I am. But that's when I need to. Yeah. So, um, so and I think about, like the, it's sunny outside. I was just outside before sitting in the sun and I was just chilling yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like, well, life's good. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah, not, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm healthy. I'm fit. My mind's working. It's, you know, like you said, but for me, 
at my lowest then at when I shit myself. Nothing if anyone shits themselves, they're probably gonna be pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I would be too. <laughs> well here's a here's a quick question for you. Do you I mean like your your personality and stuff, I mean, is you know, we've talked about it before, like your personality is probably not so much the type that dwells too much on stuff anyway. But like when you were fully able bodied and you were using using drugs early on in that kind of I guess yeah, you're, you're you're an addict. Was there times there where you were in horrible headspace and like, did you suffer from anxiety and, and depression and stuff there? Or was it just like a big blur because you were constantly using or like, I just, I just yeah, give us Yeah, okay. Um, look, there, there have been times where I haven't paid my literacy and I don't, I don't have any power. Like I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the dark and I'm, you know I mean? I was in, a, in an apartment and I was getting power from a hallway, from an extension cable to a, to a lamp. Like I've been in some pretty fucked up places with drugs. I um, and I think look, that's probably another testament to probably why I can hold my head up high. Like I got through all that shit, um, and I'm I'm happy. Mm. I'm happy. I don't look at that. Like I used to be so ashamed of my history about yeah. you know about what like where I've been. And it's like now you're like, oh, that's a stepping stone for me. That, that's that's a proud moment. Like I, I've been through I've been through hell and back, and I've gone through hell again, and I'm back again. I mean like yeah. it's yeah, it's, yeah. I mean cold cold turkey four times. Yeah, I mean, and I got, and I finally, you know, at the most vulnerable period of my life, you know, I was able to, I was able to cut the habit, which is, it's weird. That's awesome, man. So you touched, I yeah. think you, you, you briefly mentioned it before about, you know, getting motivation from, from others that are in similar positions to you and seeing them achieve yep. results and stuff. So, you know, you know, we think about a lot of people listening at the moment, you know, maybe they love football and someone that they look up to yep. is their favorite footballer or whatever. So like who yep. and what do you look for uh towards now sorry for for motivation and 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 for yep. inspiration to to continue smashing your own goals like do you watch certain people listen yeah, yeah. to certain people and take motivation from them or yeah who what's that look like there's two people that have um have really pushed me so marcus who's my mentor yep. um so he has he's been like he's just straight down the line there's no no uh yeah he's just like hey you're fucking up hey you're doing good and um, so when I, we in the early phases, I spoke with him heaps, mm-hmm. and he's able enabled me to understand that it is possible. Like he's a, he's a freak. Like when we're playing wheelchair AFL, he's a freak, and he's a, he's a T six, so he's just a little bit lower than me. But you know, same same ability, let's say. What what are you uh, T, he's a freak. T four T four T four? So yeah, just 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 under yeah. the, the chest, so I can I can just feel my nipples and just blow my chest. I can feel yeah, um, feels good. <laughs> <laughs> and then um. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, so and yeah so he so in, in the early phase he, yeah in the early phase he was he, he was my go-to and then the next guy is matt brumby yeah uh absolute beast like he's um he's he's actually my idol like whenever when he, when he rings me i answer the phone hey idol and he laughs his head off but he actually is he but like, he's so there's a iron man called kona in yep. hawaii and he's, yep. he's actually a world champion he's a world champion and when you meet the bloke he's just he's just I'm just another bloke. Like you don't, and it's like I get a lot of, I see his attitude, how he is, and there's nothing, there's there's no, there's not a no. It's just, just get it done, just get yeah. it done. Yeah. I mean, he he buzzed me and he's like, hey, mate, can we train together? I was like, man, I'd love to. And then I was so wrapped. I was like, fuck, this guy rated me to train. You know what I mean? This guy's a mm-hmm. world champion. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he, them two definitely have been, um, you as well. I've got to admit, yeah. I'll slip you that. I'll send you the 50 bucks after this. Thanks for that. You. 
<laughs> that's awesome man well um look bro i appreciate you coming on the show i mean we could we could talk for hours and i'd love to to do another one particularly yeah. after the invictus games yeah, but what is uh you know just just to wrap things up what is the next kind of um i guess 12 i mean it's been unknown but what does the next kind of six to 12 yeah. months look like for you in terms of the lead up to the invictus games and and what's your um i guess approach with food and and training like just to give everyone an idea of how that looks yeah, so look, I I eat super clean. I don't really get too many carbs. And obviously, if I've had a big day um, working out, whatnot, then I'll get some sweet potato, and whatnot. But I eat super clean. Like as a para, you got a thing called a para belly, um, which is you know really hard to lose. So there was probably a good year and a half of eating clean to be able to you know lose what I, I think I was weighing weighing about eighty seven, and I'm about seventy four now. So. Yeah, I mean, I've lost a lot through my gut, which is fantastic. It gives, it, that gives me confidence on how I present myself. Yeah. Um, so that, like, food-wise is unbelievable. I, I, I eat clean. I actually enjoy eating clean. I, there's no rubbish that I put in my diet here and there, maybe in until I tell a bit of biscuit. But um, other than I'm that, an, it's I'm all croissant clean. a few weeks ago, but that's all right. Oh, that, hang on. That's your fault, not mine. You can't dangle things <laughs> like that in front of me. <laughs> I had to try it out, you know, to make sure there was good, good one. Polite. Training-wise, training-wise, uh, Invictus Games. So that's been postponed to, to next year, as I was saying before. So that's going to be in Holland. We've um, we've got a couple couple cycle camps and training camps coming up towards the end of the year if my Sharona can bugger away. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 something that obviously is to look forward to. Hopefully the gyms will like can open up. We can yeah. know, get back into working out instead of like at the I think at the moment we're really just doing maintenance just to make sure that we're not losing too much. Yeah. Um. So that that'll be that'll be excellent. I'm on the hand cycle. You know, I mean once a week doing you know 30, 40, 50k rides. Yeah. To make sure you know that component of of my uh, of my fitness is is alive. You know, I do eight, 10k pushes every second day as well. So to awesome. fit is. Yeah, it's 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 just part of part of the day now. It's really good. Fantastic, man. Well, look, bro, I appreciate you coming on the show. And like I said, um, you're a huge right. inspiration. And I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you can achieve at the Invictus Games and the next six to 12 months is going to be exciting. So for everybody that is tuning in today's show, I mean, you can follow along with, with Lenny's journey through his social media accounts, which I'll have linked in the show notes below. And um, if you've taken some value or just enjoyed um, the chat today, then please do take a screenshot and post it up on your Instagram story for me, tag myself tag lenny he wants more followers so go and give him a, give him a follow and uh yes lenny you can go one cool. one thing so um i've started this new craze it's called an elbow drop so i'm gonna pop one now boom yeah um, nice. so, when, when, so when so when you see my videos always in the beginning i'll um i'll pop an elbow and that's just something that i started uh, a little while ago just being a dickhead really and it's just something that so yeah just have, have a bit of a laugh we uh danny and i've done a few funny ones so it's uh it's something that just a bit bit, bit of humor to the training session brother thanks for coming on the show man i appreciate it a lot thanks man thanks, you guys. Today, mate. guys thanks so much for Ta-da. listening we'll talk to you in the next episode